On today's episode of Locked On Blackhawks, the Chicago Blackhawks got off to a roaring start this morning by sending goaltender Marc-Andre Fleury to the Minnesota Wild, but have been rather quiet as the 2 p.m. deadline approached by not trading Calvin DeHaan, Dominic Kubelik, or Ryan Carpenter. I'll get into all of that. There could still be some more deals coming, but I'll get into all of that, and I'll also be answering a couple of questions from you, the fans, right here on Locked On Blackhawks. Your Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in to the Locked On Blackhawks podcast, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Today is Monday, March 21st, deadline day across the NHL. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at JackBushman2, or you could also check out my Strictly Blackhawks account at Talk and Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. And if you're listening to the audio version of today's episode and you like what you're hearing, please go and show the show some support first by following the podcast. It'll take a quick click of the button. It'll literally take two seconds and will help me out tremendously. Go leave the show five stars if you like what you're hearing as well. And you can also leave me a review. Best of all, it's 100% for free wherever you may be listening to your podcast, whether that be through Apple Podcasts, Odyssey, Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc. It's all 100% for free. And if you go and follow the show right now, then you'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. And if you're, already, if you're not watching the video version of today's episode, if you're not already doing so, then please go and subscribe to Lockdown Blackhawks on YouTube. Go check out the account. Every episode from here on out, folks, is going to have a video version attached to it as well. So if you haven't done so already, go and subscribe to Lockdown Blackhawks on YouTube. Go and smash the like button for me. And also, go and turn on those push notifications so you can be notified when each episode is uploaded to YouTube every day. All right, good afternoon, everyone, and thank you for tuning into this special live edition of Lockdown Blackhawks, your one-stop shop for all things Chicago Blackhawks. Before I get into the good stuff, though, folks, I got to remind you all that today's episode is sponsored by Bet Online, which is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and Vegas casino games here in 2022. Bet Online, where the game begins. All right. Deadline day across the National Hockey League, and the Chicago Blackhawks got off to quite the start by trading goaltender Marc-Andre Fleury to the Minnesota Wild earlier this morning for a conditional 2022 draft pick. Uh, I'll be getting into a little bit more of that uh, as the show goes on, but what I got to start with is, and it's kind of interesting because I really thought the Blackhawks were going to be, based on you know trading Fleury earlier this morning to kick off the day, I thought they were going to be more aggressive, but at this point, the 2 p.m. deadline has passed, and Dominic Kubelik, Calvin DeHaan, and Ryan Carpenter are all still members of the Chicago Blackhawks. It's a little bit of a head-scratcher. Now, per usual on deadline day, there are still going to be some deals coming out after the deadline has expired. I'm hoping that's going to be the case for the Chicago Blackhawks because I really don't have any explanation for why guys like Kubelik Dahan and Carpenter wouldn't be moved. All three are on expiring contracts for Dahan and Carpenter. Of course, they're going to be unrestricted free agents once the summer hits. 
And then for Kubalik, he's going to be a restricted free agent, but the Blackhawks would have to offer him a $4 million qualifying offer at the bare minimum. And based on what we've seen from Kubalik this year, I mean, I don't think he's going to be, he's going to be worth that. And I don't think the Blackhawks would be wanting to give him that in the offseason. So for the Blackhawks to not have traded those guys, at least up to this point, I, I really don't even have an answer for it. I, I am actually left speechless right now. I'm still scrolling through Twitter nonstop, just swipe, 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 hoping that deals are going to come. Um, but I really have no words for what Kyle Davidson is doing right now. And it's kind of funny because when I was planning the show um, and hearing Marc-Andre Fleury getting traded this morning, uh, I was going to talk about how Davidson clearly is on is on uh, this path of a full-blown rebuild. He's clearly sticking to his word that he's going to be thinking three to five years down the line, he's going to take on as many future assets as possible, draft picks and young prospects and whatnot. And, you know, by trading Hagel and trading Flurry, it certainly seemed like the Blackhawks were and Kyle Davidson were all in on that method, all in on that path. But now it's kind of like, well, what are we doing here? I don't know if Davidson went for a nice stroll through Chicago on this lovely afternoon and happened to turn his phone on airplane mode, but uh, I'm rather shocked that the Blackhawks didn't make any moves before the deadline. As I said, uh, that there still could be moves to come. We'll have to wait and see and keep our fingers crossed because not trading those guys, just it, it makes absolutely no sense with the direction the Blackhawks are, are supposed to be heading in. And we heard Davidson in his introductory presser to the media, you know, he, he laid out a plan. It wasn't, you know, all that specific, but obviously he said, we're going to, we're going to be thinking about the future solely. We're going to take on draft picks. We got to build back better through the NHL draft and to not get any picks whatsoever for those three that I've already mentioned several times. I mean, it, it just doesn't make any sense to me. And it's seriously ironic for how I had the show planned because, uh, I wanted to talk about, you know, moving on from guys like Brandon Hagel and Marc-Andre Fleury was a little bit more set in stone. If the Blackhawks were going to be able to trade him, they absolutely needed to do so. Uh, but by trading Brandon, Brandon Hagel, that proved that Kyle Davidson was thinking about the long haul, right? Because Hagel could have been a piece that he could build around, and a lot of people wanted him to be that here in Chicago. Of course, he was a fan favorite, so it was tough to see him traded, but the return that he was able to net from the Tampa Bay Lightning, I mean, it was simply too good to pass up with the mentality of the Blackhawks moving forward, right? So, you know, it, it would have been nice to keep Hagel on, would have uh, been nice to have Flurry here. He, he's been awesome. But when you're thinking about the future, three to five years down the road, uh, those were moves that had to be made. But the same should be said for Kubalik, Dahan, and Carpenter. Those are moves that absolutely had to be made. So uh, I, I really... Don't know what, what's going on right now. Like I said, I'm at a loss for words. Um, my hands are even getting a little sweaty, honestly, because I'm like, what is Kyle Davidson doing here? Uh, so far, no updates on Twitter, folks. Oh, just got one, actually. Ryan Carpenter to the Calgary Flames per Elliot Friedman on Sportsnet. So there's one domino that's fallen. That's good news. Carpenter absolutely had to go. He's a cheap contract, a good defensive player that you know a contender would love to have on their fourth line and on their penalty kill I figured he would be gone I'm interested to see what this return is going to be if I had to guess I would imagine a fourth or a fifth round pick uh we'll have to wait and see in the next couple of minutes hopefully that's just the first one to come because um 
Kubalik and Dahan are really just right there in that in that same boat for the Blackhawks. With them heading into a rebuild, there's no point in keeping those guys on. And for Kubalik, I know he's a former 30 goal scorer and he was a finalist for the Calder Trophy in his rookie year a few years back. Um, but there, there's just an opportunity to go get and go get a future draft pick. Like with this, with this clearly being a seller's market, that makes this even more frustrating, right? Um, so hopefully there are more moves to come. I promise I'll be keeping you all up to date. Uh, and hopefully they keep coming because Kyle Davidson, with his moves up until now, was telling us all how we're going to be in this for the long haul. Um, you got to be willing to give up things to get future assets in return. I know a lot of people aren't happy with the Hagel and Flurry trades, um, but that's how things work in this world. You can't just be getting future assets without giving nothing in return. So. Um, I do still have trust in Kyle Davidson, maybe not as much as I had a few hours ago. Um, Chicago, uh, still no word on the return for Ryan Carpenter yet, um, but I'll definitely be keeping you all up to date as things progress here in the next few minutes. All right, there are some quick thoughts on the Blackhawks. Very random trade deadline so far today. Uh, coming up in just a minute, I will be getting into each of the trades that the Blackhawks have made so far, which has just been Marc-Andre Fleury, and Ryan Carpenter at this point. But first, I need to talk to you all about Athletic Greens and their new AG1 product, which is one scoop of AG1. You're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, and probiotics to help you start your day. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. And folks, Athletic Greens, actually, they just recently sent me a sample package to try. And I'm not kidding when I say I actually can feel the difference when I take this in the morning. I actually took it a couple hours ago in order to prepare for all the chaos that was going to come today. Hopefully there's more chaos than what we have right now. Um, but Athletic Greens, I mean, it's been an amazing product so far. I, I got a lot of good stuff from them and I'm definitely going to be ordering more because this stuff really works. It has you feeling good to start your day. And Athletic Greens was created when the founder experienced a ton of gut issues and ended up on a complimented a complicated supplement routine in order to recover. And that used to cost them $100 or more per day. But now AG1 costs you less than $3 per day, which is such a cheap way to invest in your health and your body. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network right now Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network in all caps to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, we're back here on the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. Moving on into segment two today, I wanted to get into a little bit on, uh, well, I thought there were going to be more trades coming, but I'll be getting into the two trades that we know right now that the Chicago Blackhawks have made. Uh, first things first, obviously got to start with Marc-Andre Fleury, of course. Uh, if you live under a rock and missed it, uh, Marc-Andre Fleury was traded earlier this morning to the Minnesota Wild in exchange for a 2022 conditional draft pick. It's a second round pick at the moment, but if the Minnesota Wild reach the Western Conference final and Fleury picks up four or more wins in the first two rounds to get Minnesota there, then this is going to become a first-round pick for the Chicago Blackhawks in 2022. And, of course, they still don't have a first-round pick at the moment with Stan Bowman giving up an extra first in that deal for Seth Jones over the summer. That was 
really the kicker of that trade, I think, in most people's opinions. Um, a first, a second, and Adam Boquist, I think, would have been enough. But I guess Stan felt he had to throw the extra first-round pick in there. So uh, I guess we're all just going to be Minnesota Wild fans for the rest of the year, folks. The Blackhawks season is lost. They're not going to be making the playoffs. Clearly, don't need to tell you all that. Um, but we're really hoping now that Minnesota is able to get to the Western Conference Finals so the Blackhawks can be netting a first-round pick. Um, but for for Marc-Andre Fleury, this was a trade that just simply had to be done. I know it's not exactly the return that people were hoping for. Most fans and people around the Blackhawks were hoping that the Blackhawks were going to get a solidified first-round pick. But with all the variables that go into trading Marc-Andre Fleury, you know, um, when he was first acquired by the Blackhawks and ultimately decided to move his family from Vegas to continue on with his playing career, uh, he was told by the organization that he would have his say in the matter. They, they wouldn't trade him to any place he didn't want to go because he did them a solid in coming here in the first place. Obviously, the season didn't go as anybody wanted it to, um, but with that being the situation for Marc-Andre Fleury, so many variables going into it. Um, this deal absolutely had to be done by Kyle Davidson. And according to Michael Russo earlier on in Twitter, uh, Fleury's list of teams that he was willing to be traded to was very, very short. So basically, Davidson had no choice but to accept this trade for a conditional second round pick. Because I've talked about it so many times on the show throughout the last couple of months, um, with the Blackhawks heading in the direction they're, they're going, heading into a full-blown rebuild, it wouldn't make sense to keep, you know, a currently 37-year-old Marc-Andre Fleury. He's only going to get older, obviously. It just wouldn't make a whole lot of sense for him to remain on this team. So for the Blackhawks, just to be able to trade him, I know they didn't get a guaranteed first, but to be able to get something in return for him, that, that's a huge win for Kyle Davidson. Um, and it just simply had to be done because you, you had to get those future assets in return for Marc-Andre Fleury. The Blackhawks need as many draft picks as possible right now. That's why I'm pretty furious that we still haven't heard about uh, Calvin DeHaan or Dominic Kubelik. I'm going to give a quick scroll through on Twitter here real fast. Um, still no word on the Ryan Carpenter deal. That's always lovely, right in the middle of my live show. Um, but for Flurry, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I, I really didn't think a trade was all that likely with so many things that, go, that would have to go into him being dealt. It would have to be a perfect place. Both GMs would have to make a deal work. Uh, Flurry would have to give his A-OK, you know. It, it was just a complicated matter. So for the Blackhawks to be able to trade him, uh, that, that's undoubtedly a win for this organization. Hopefully, like I said, go wild. Our new favorite team in the NHL, even though they're a division rival, uh, we're really hoping they're going to get to that Western Conference final. And Flurry hopefully will be a big part of it as well because uh, getting a first-round pick back in this year's draft, that would be huge for the Hawks. They now have first-round picks in 2023 and 2024 thanks to the trade that they made for Brandon Hagel. Um, so they're loading up through the draft. That's what they need to be doing. That's why I'm frustrated we don't have anything on Dominic Kubelik or Calvin DeHaan at this point. Maybe. Um, one thing I can think of, think of, excuse me, lots of energy drinks this morning. I got the burps, got a lot of carbonation in my system. Um, one thing I could be thinking with Dominic Kubelik is, you know, maybe the market wasn't as good as we thought for him. Maybe nobody was offering exactly what Kyle Davidson wanted to. But even at that point, I mean, what has Dominic Kubelik done? It's a what are you doing for me now business? What have you done for me lately? And Kubelik has been, he's got 11 goals this year. I think he's got 
one goal in his last 20 or 21 games. I mean, you're not going to want to give him a $4 million qualifying offer. Um, so, and based on what we've seen in the market so far, I kind of had a hard time believing the Blackhawks wouldn't be offered a third for him. Um, oh, this is interesting. Dubas, not happy flurry conversation went public, says that's a question for Davidson in Chicago. Whatever, Kyle Dubas, quit crying. Sorry you didn't get your goaltender, buddy. A little salty. Uh, but but for Kubalik, even if you were offered a fourth and that's not exactly ideal, I think you got to make that move, right? Like build back up through the draft. That's the mentality Kyle Davidson was going with. Um, he, he said that publicly. We saw it with the moves in Hagel and Flurry. So, man, I'm just left here shaking my head, wondering well, what the heck is going on? I mean, I don't really understand it. Uh, still no update on the Ryan Carpenter return. But like I said, I figure Carpenter's probably going to be netting a fifth round pick. If I had to imagine, maybe because he's so cheap, the Blackhawks got to boost that up a little bit. But the return's not going to be as big for Carpenter as it would be for Calvin DeHaan or Dominic Kubalik. And for Calvin DeHaan, we heard plenty rumors about uh, there being a big market for left-handed defensemen, especially with him being a veteran. He has Stanley Cup experience, uh, Stanley Cup playoff experience under his belt. I don't know how someone wouldn't be willing to give the Blackhawks what they wanted with so many other teams rumored to be interested in, in that type of market. So hopefully, like Carpenter, there's a trade coming for Calvin DeHaan. Sadly, it doesn't sound like I'm going to have time to break it down here on the live show. Um, but for the sake of this rebuild, I certainly hope the Blackhawks aren't done making their moves here on deadline day. All right. There are some quick thoughts on the moves that Kyle Davidson made ahead of the 2 p.m. trade deadline and the lack of moves that he made. Uh, coming up in just a minute, I will be answering a couple of questions from you, the fans, right here on Locked On Blackhawks. But first, I need to talk to you all about Bet Online. It's that time of year again, folks, as college basketball's March Madness tournament is finally upon us. And Bet Online has way more odds and info for all of it from game scores, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all sports betting here in 2022. And it's not just basketball. From the NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, do not wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2022 season. It's free and available on all your favorite podcast or all your favorite ways to bet. You can find it anywhere. And don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and your favorite Vegas casino games. Bet online where the game begins. I also need to talk to you all about Built Bar, which is the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. It's the new year, so that means New Year's resolutions. I know at this point, we're almost in April. Pretty hard to stick to your resolutions, but Built Bar makes it easier because they taste so good, you'll actually want to eat them. They're both delicious. And healthy. You can get the best of both worlds right now with Built Bar. And have you tried Built Bar Puffs yet? Because if not, you're seriously missing out on one of the best protein bars on the market. Built Bar sends me a ton of free stuff, and every uh, Built Bar Puff that I've tried is seriously amazing. And listen to these incredible flavors, folks. You're going to have cinnamon churro or coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie or cookies and cream. I mean, it's unbelievable that all these protein bars are less than 200 calories. So either way that you choose, Built Bar is going to make it easier to stick to that resolution because they taste so good, you'll actually want to eat them. Unlike some other protein bars out there, which can be chalky, dry, waxy, or even just taste like a chemical spill. And even if you're not a huge fan of working out, 
you can at least eat something that tastes good and is also good for you. That way, when you enjoy a delicious Built Bar, you can almost count it as a workout. And for a limited time offer, go to BuiltBar.com and use the exclusive promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. That's BuiltBar.com with the exclusive promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next Built Bar order. All right, welcome back to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, of course. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. Moving on for segment three. Before I wrap things up, I also wanted to take a couple of quick questions from you, the listeners out there, after uh, the couple of moves and the lack of moves that we've seen from the Chicago Blackhawks. But before I get into that, we do have a quick update on the Ryan Carpenter situation. And looks like I was right, folks. Ryan Carpenter is going from the Blackhawks to the Flames in exchange for a 2024 fifth round pick. That's what I thought they'd be getting, but 2024. That kind of catches me off guard. That's very far down the line. I have a hard time believing they couldn't get one um, in the next couple of NHL drafts. That's a little bit weird, but uh, at least they got something for Ryan Carpenter. It absolutely needed to be done. And hopefully we'll be getting more of an update on Dominic Kubalik and Calvin DeHaan in the next couple of minutes. Um, but getting into the questions that I wanted to ha- uh, answer here from you, the listeners, let's see if I got any other questions real quick. Okay, got one more. All right, so the first question I wanted to answer today comes from at BmanZ23 on Twitter, who asked, assuming Stromer isn't dealt at the deadline, which we got a report earlier from Mark Lazarus of The Athletic saying, do not expect a Dylan Strom trade to happen. Hasn't gone down at this point. Really makes me think it's not going to happen at all. Um, But assuming Stromer isn't dealt at the deadline, which looks very likely at this point, do you think we are going to see a reunion of the Strom, DeBrinket, Radish line from their OHL days? And if so, and that line proves to be a productive line, is it possible for that line to be a piece of the rebuild? Yeah, I was really interested, and I talked about this on the show a couple of days ago. Uh, I wondered if the trade of Taylor Radish, part of the Brandon Hagel trade with the Tampa Bay Lightning, of course, I wonder if that was going to change the minds a little bit or help uh, Kyle Davidson kind of make the decision to keep Dylan Strome and not trade him to another team before the NHL deadline. Um, and honestly, based on the rumors that we heard in the, in the last few days, it didn't seem all that likely that Strome was going to be traded in the first place unless, kind of like the Brandon Hagel situation, the Blackhawks were, were going to get wowed uh, by a return. Um, but I, I think Strome, since he's had so much success on that top line with DeBrinket and Patrick Kane, I know a fair argument is, well, a lot of people could be looking that good with Patrick Kane. That is also fair, but Dylan Strom has undoubtedly been the Blackhawks' best center this season, the most productive. He's been consistent since getting an opportunity on that top line, a legitimate opportunity, which for whatever reason, Dylan, uh, Jeremy Colleton didn't even think Dylan Strom was good enough to crack the lineup at the beginning of the year, which is actually just unbelievable. Um, but yeah, I, I really do think that line has a chance that they're going to get their opportunities here through the remainder of the season to see what they got. And based on what we've seen in the first two games, I know it's a very short time frame, uh, but based on what we've seen out of Taylor Radish so far, I mean, looks like the Blackhawks could have something here. He uses his size well. Uh, he seems like another energy guy. Maybe that's just because he's stepping on the scene and wants to make his impact felt immediately. Hopefully that's something he can continue doing as he's given these larger opportunities in Chicago than what he was getting in Tampa Bay. But Taylor Radish looks like a player to me. I mean, he goes to the net. Uh, he's had a couple of redirect opportunities. He moves the puck well. 
The Blackhawks have given him an opportunity on that top power play unit in the bumper roll with Tyler Johnson out, which I absolutely love. Keep giving him those opportunities. Let's see what he's got. And that performance he had last night against Winnipeg, scoring his first goal with the Chicago Blackhawks, also added an assist. How can you not be impressed with what you've seen out of Taylor Radish so far? So um, I'm, I'm really excited about his future, honestly. And I do expect him uh, down the stretch of the season to be getting more opportunities with former Erie Otter teammates, line mates, I should say, uh, Alex Debrinkit and Dylan Strom. Should be a lot of fun. And hopefully Radish will be able to keep that up. Uh, and if so, I think that's a line that um, Kyle Davidson is going to let continue. See what we got, you know, probably not in just like a, 10, 15 game span. Um, but with Dylan Strom's resurgence, I think they do want to keep him. And it'll be interesting to see what happens in this offseason, though, contract wise for Stromer. Uh, he's going to have a better arbitration case now with what he's been able to do for the last couple of months. Um, but I do think that's something that Kyle Davidson will want to do. He'll be wanting to give that trio an opportunity. I know Derek King's going to be giving them those chances as well. He's, he, he's understanding of the situation he's in right now. So um, I do think we're going to be seeing. Uh, a lot more of that line. We've seen it in flashes so far, um, but I think we're going to be seeing it more consistently down the stretch of the season when there's nothing left for the Blackhawks to play for. Quick scroll through a Twitter, Twitter folks. Still nothing on the Calvin DeHaan and Dominic Kubalik front. Interesting. Uh, the last question I wanted to answer real quick, I got to wrap things up in the next couple of minutes, is uh, from Tyler Anderson on Twitter, T Anderson 96 um, what is the future of the Blackhawks goaltender department looking like now with Mark Andre Fleury out of the picture? Only Lankinen and um, Arvid Soderblom left in the system. That's a very good question. And another thing about Kevin Lank- Lankinen, he's an unrestricted free agent at the end of the year. And uh, it's been another, no, I shouldn't say another, the second half of last year, he kind of struggled. The first half, he was absolutely amazing. But so far in his sophomore season, Kevin Lankinen has not looked very good, to be honest. So I wonder if the Blackhawks have any concerns about his future. I know he's still rather young into his NHL career, um, but unless the Blackhawks make a move, he's going to be their starter next year. And I know they're not really focused on winning, but that that seems a little light to have Lankin and Soderblom as the one too. So I kind of feel like the Blackhawks uh, could go and get a depth ad, maybe you know a, a veteran who will come in there and play. Um, kind of the starter's role, probably split some time, take the load off of Lankinen and maybe Soderblom as well. Uh, but that's going to be an, an interesting situation to watch develop too. Um, the, the Blackhawks, maybe, you know, it wouldn't be the worst idea to go and get a veteran goaltender and then maybe at the deadline next year, try to flip him for whatever you can get in return. Um, we know the Blackhawks want to be taking on as many future assets as possible, uh, but I just have a hard time believing that the Blackhawks will go into next year with Lankinen in Soderblom, even considering that they are in a rebuild, that still feels a little light and definitely very inexperienced. So um, I'd probably guess that the Blackhawks will go and get a veteran netminder on the market off the top of my head. I don't know which ones are going to be a free agent next year. That's probably the path I would expect the Blackhawks to go in goal for next season. All right, folks, I think that is going to wrap up this live edition of Locked On Blackhawks. Thank you again for tuning into the show. And be sure to go and follow Locked On Blackhawks right now. It's all for free on whatever podcast app you use. And if you go and follow, you'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. And after the show, be sure to go and check out the Locked On Fantasy Hockey live show, which is starting in just a couple of minutes as host Steel Roden and Flip Livingstone go over everything 
from the NHL trade deadline. It's free and available on all platforms, so be sure to check out Lockdown Fantasy Hockey right now wherever you get your podcasts. I will also be joining them on that show shortly. Once again, though, thank you all for tuning in to today's episode. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at JackBushman2, or you can also check out my Strictly Blackhawks account at TalkinHockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. And for any questions at all regarding anything related to the Hawks or to the show, feel free to email LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com. You can also hit me up on any one of my Twitter accounts, or you can call 708-653-0572 to leave a voicemail. So until tomorrow's episode, thanks again for listening to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.